people's stories and, and it's true what Keith said a couple of weeks ago when he said that we all have one. There's no one here who doesn't have a story. And uh, over the last few years, you know, we've had people come up and share their story. And um, uh, Judy um, turned about well, 23. Um, I, I, was, it, was that this year or was that last year? It was this year, wasn't it? Early this year? And, um, and we went to this place to celebrate that. And there was a young man who was in the Salvation Army and you cared for him in daycare in your home and led him to the Lord. He's not the only one, is he? No. Were you on mission? Yes. Yes. Don't be embarrassed. Um, other people's stories, how God has miraculously done things and, and that's a miracle that God comes in and uses us as sinful people to lead people to him. How can he do that through me? I, I remember um, with Kevin and Kath and, and them telling their story and, and she won't mind me telling you that when she was, even as a Christian, she was still a chain smoker and, and went out of church one day to try and have a cigarette, to needing to have a cigarette and, and suddenly the spirit came upon her and, and, and that was the last cigarette she had from being a cigarette to never having another one. And Kevin, you know, they met where they shouldn't have been and... Uh, <laughs> But, 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 but Kevin, uh, alcohol and drugs never passed his lips again. As God intervenes in our lives through various people, as we hear the stories, as, as um, Terry has told her story, not up here yet, uh, at one day of a car accident, and a person in that car holding her head and stroking her hair and saying, it's going to be okay. A car accident she shouldn't have survived. And she said to the ambulance man, where's that other man? The one that was in the car with me. What other man? There's no one else here. No, the one that was in the car with me, stroking my head, holding me. There was no one here. Was there? There absolutely was. God works in amazing ways. But one of the most amazing ways that he works is through us. Why would he take broken vessels like us and fill them with his spirit to, to quench the lives of others? Tonight there's going to be a guy coming and speaking here, Andrew Cowell, and I'd just love you to come and, and share with us at Cafe Church. In the early 50s, in the early 50s, a guy by the name of Harry Holmes was commended from this church, and he was doing RE in this area, but he was commended from this church to work out of a church in Ballarat. And he was, did RE up there. And in his work in the schools, he met a couple of kids called um, Laurie and Gordon Cowell and they were farmers, the farm, children from a farm and he led them to the lawn. 
and then later their parents came to the Lord. These two boys grew up and uh, what Bible school college did they go to? They, didn't, they went to Emmaus Bible College and uh, Gordon went in one direction. The story is in this case with uh, Laurie, he went over to Chad in Africa and, uh, and they had some children over there, one of which was Andrew but he was in Chad and he uh, ministered over there and one of the people he ministered with was Lorman's father. For those who don't know, Lorman, we have been assisting Lorman in his PhD studies in, in South Africa. Just to digress here for a minute, uh, one of the guys who's up on the, uh, on the, uh, the Port Augusta trip, uh, Cam, Cam's mum and dad, David and Ellie, are in Chad as missionaries and last week went to Lorman's house and visited there. And, well, it was the house he's living in because his house is actually just a pile of baked bricks ready to be put together. So here's Cam's parents. He's on mission over there. He's in, they're on mission in, 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 in over in uh, uh, Chad. But anyway, Laurie then comes back to Australia and uh, with the children and they, they uh, uh, take up a role of ministering through the GLOW Training College. Andrew grows up, becomes a teacher, goes off to Malaysia, spends three years there and then the next ten years with his family, uh, young family, uh, ministering in Indonesia in amongst the Muslims. Now he's come back to Australia and he's going to take on a co-leadership role in the Bible college with his dad and then he's going to come here tonight and speak. So the 1950s it started with Harry Holmes went all the way to Africa, Malaysia, Indonesia and tonight Andrew's coming here. All because Harry went and told his story. But what was the story that he told? I reckon it would have been a little bit like the Apostle Paul's story. The Apostle Paul who told his story that he was living in darkness even though he thought he was living in the light. And Jesus met him. Jesus met him and took the scales off his eyes so he could see, finally see the truth. And through Jesus' love, which held him on the cross and there through the act of the Father and the forgiveness of sins through the obedience of the Son, Harry was adopted into the family of God. Sins forgiven sanctified, set apart for mission, telling his story of goodness, telling his story of salvation, telling his story of an about face in his life. I wonder if you're on mission. You've got to go overseas to go on mission, don't you, Betty? No, you don't. Well, you have to go into state, surely. Back fence? Yep, okay then. <laughs> you know, that's absolutely true. I wonder what stories you have where God has given you opportunity over tea and scones, over the back fence, 
under a truck. Sharing faith. Sharing a story with someone who, like Paul said, someone that maybe you don't know what they're going through. But God brings them across your path. And you don't know what to say. You're just like them. But the one thing that's different about us is that God wants to intervene. And through his spirit in us, he then speaks to that other person. Because you and I can't change anybody. You and I can't help anybody. We've got as many problems as they have, haven't we, Lee? Yeah. <laughs> I've got more of them. But God, by his spirit, that same God, that same God who spoke creation into existence, that same God who led his people through Old Testament times, miracle after miracle, that same God who said to Moses, take your shoes off, you're on holy ground. That same God who caused that bush to go into fire to lead his persons, people. Sometimes we need bushes to blow up and blaze into fire because, you know, we need things to happen. That same God who took the people through the Red Sea, same God, same God that hung his son on a cross. Something more miraculous than all the universe coming into being. Something more miraculous than the intricacies of our human body. The most miraculous thing ever in history that God, the Son, hung on a cross and took the punishment from the Father for you and for me. That same God intervenes in our life. Do you have a story? Has God intervened in your life? Has God come into your life? Has God redeemed you? Have you said yes to him? And if you have, you have a story. And God wants to use that story in mission. God wants to use that story on your back fence, on your side fence. God wants to use that story in your workplace. God wants to use that story in playgroup, in kids' um, hope, in kids' church, in everywhere. As we simply testify to him. Could you imagine the disciples sitting down with people wherever they were in those New Testament times and talking about the fact that Jesus changed their lives. I was a fisherman but he he took me and he changed me and he gave me a new direction. I was a tax collector. A what? I was a tax collector and he took me and he changed me.
their stories. Our story. Your story. That is mission. Let me pray. Father God, I, I want to thank you that you don't just choose very special people to go on mission for you. But you choose extra special people to go on mission for you. You choose people who have accepted your path of salvation. You choose people who have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. You choose people who have been sanctified, set apart for a special purpose. You choose people who have been adopted into your family. These are extra special people that you choose for mission. And as I look around today, I see a room full of those people. Extra special people who wouldn't see themselves as that except for the fact that you have done a miracle in our lives. Father, I thank you for that and I thank you that you've given us a story of testimony to testify of your goodness. We are so blessed and I pray that we could all pray that prayer this morning that David prayed, return to me the joy of my salvation. Not that we may have lost it, but we may have misplaced it in that we just go along in life and accept the fact that we're Christians. Father, revitalise us this day and take us and rejoice through us that we would so willingly share a wonderful story. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you.